Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. And you can listen to our Warren Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Warren Radio is on the following platforms. Amazon Prime Music in Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and Pocket Cast. And do not miss the featured posts this week of our in-depth biblical articles and radio shows. Featured on both warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Still the darkness and the rising. Featured on danaglinsmith.com. Choosing life and blessing instead of judgment. America's prophecy is a harbinger of portent. Loving the, loving the brethren in Christ Jesus. America House of Long Shadows Featured on Warren-USA.com Children of God Book of Romans Part 16 Antichrist Terror Faith Advocacy Gospel Report Shaking Nations Advocacy Amidst Global Lawlessness Day of Indignation comes Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 88, on Battle Lines. And don't miss these Warren Radio episodes from November 1st through the 3rd. Wednesday's Advocacy Show, King of Kings, Coming King, Middle East, Iran, Israel, Spiritual Warfare, Gospel. Thursday's Battle Lines, his Glory Upon You, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 195. Friday, Sound the Shofar, Kingdom War and the Coming King, Stand Therefore, Part 10. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana G. Smith. There's Danger and Intrigue. Dark forces plotting. The nation as it is at risk. Can Mac save the United States? Everything was okay, or so they thought. A truth so unbelievable, it took a miracle to fight back. Don't miss the rising. And the rising continues the story of Mac, a former black ops sniper, and details the takeover of America. Hidden within the storyline of The Rising is the truth of what's happening in America now. And you can get your copy of The Rising by going to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Ingram, Walmart, Angus & Robertson, 
and many more. And the Rising ebook can be found on Google Play. And you can also get your copy of The Rising by going to danaglinsmith.com. And while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter and visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. And now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings. Welcome to another sunny Friday. However, it's 35 degrees. We're expecting a balmy mid-40s, I believe that's what it is. But we're used to these kind of fall days, and we like them. At any rate, I hope, and, and I do pray, that everything in your neck of the woods is doing okay. I would say the only place it's not doing okay is down in Israel where they're still mourning and we back Israel no matter what the leftists and the Palestinians think I've been following the Palestinians and all these others for years since Arafat and they have sown to themselves corruption. And by that I mean instead of Arafat spending the money that he got and <clears throat> Israel left him at the time a, a full functioning factory that was still in business and they could take it over. They destroyed it. They had so much hate. We could see the hate the minute they turned it over to Arafat. And we witnessed the following years what was going on. So what happened to Israel not too long ago by at the hands of Hamas was not surprising. The surprising thing, frankly, was those of us who watch, Israel was unprepared. And uh, that was disturbing. And I believe personally they got so caught up 
in what Netanyahu was going to do and some of the others politically to their judicial system. And in monitoring that, they were getting ready. I mean, there was a lot of them that they weren't going to go fight in a war. They weren't going to do this. They weren't going to do that. It was pretty serious. And it looked like they were at the outbreak of a civil war, and it was even mentioned. And then this happened. Israel cannot be divided. Israel cannot fight amidst themselves or among themselves. They can have differences, yes, but they must never forget their enemies never rest. But I'll tell you this. Don't underestimate Israel. And don't think Israel's going to get wiped off the map. So. At any rate, you're looking at the kingdom war and coming king. This is part 11. The armor of light. It's revealed, as we see, numerous items from the law, like love being the first topic. As, <clears throat> as believers, we are to owe no man anything but love. That's Paul in Romans. And <laughs> that alone can be tough. However, but through Christ Jesus, who himself loved us and went to the cross for us, can we do anything but obey this love commandment? It's kind of interesting, too, this particular um, portion out of Romans I actually took and compared it to the law. It's taken directly from the law. And you will find all these things in the law. And Paul tells them they need to pay attention to it. Now for a society that's lawless, that might be kind of tough. So as we look at uh, this whole thing, we're going to be in Romans 13, 8 through 14. And uh, I'm not going to tell you where each part is in the law. Just go to the Ten Commandments, you'll find it. It's interesting, though, because... We're saved by grace through faith, not by keeping the law. Yet, even as we're not justified through the law, the law is fulfilled by love. And it was fulfilled through Jesus Christ because he so loved that he came and sacrificed his life to redeem us through his blood.
These are important aspects. Because I'll tell you, the world today isn't very good at loving anybody. We have our love fests, which is perversion. And we have a lot of other things that is perversion. Now, I am not going to waste my time by mentioning these things. If you have no clue what I'm talking about, then shut off the show and go about your way. I am not going to go through these things that I find profane, offensive, godless, and these are done by people who are stubbornly proud, who refuse to listen, who will not change. So, there you go. Now, that should be clear. But this is a good section. We're going to continue to go. We got a lot of stuff here. Romans 13, verse 8. Owe no man anything but to love one another, for he that loveth another has fulfilled the law. There you go. See, love fulfills the law. It's in the first verse. So as long as we're loving one another, you're okay. Of course, we receive Yeshua, we walk in his ways. But First John 1 said, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, Yahshua's going to walk in love. He's going to walk in perfection. And if we're going to be fellowshipping with him, we need to be in the same light that he's in. And there's a lot of issues that we're going to be facing in this country and in this world. And we have got to understand these things, and then you're going to have to do them. You're going to have to, because you're going to be confronted by situations. And uh, those situations you're not going to like. You see, our nation has been betrayed. And it's been betrayed by politicians, billionaires, philanthropists, and others who have put their money towards a one-world government. And part, part of the way to get that is to fill America with illegals and others and to either lock up all those who don't like it or run them off. That's why they're filling up America. That's why California has turned into a third world country because Newsom, you know, is a student of not just Soros, but of Klaus Schwab the German 
You should never follow Germans. Unless that one, unless he's a missionary or a good Christian. I mean, really. Klaus Schwab is connected to Hitler through his family. And guess what? He wants to lead the world. Isn't that precious? Yeah, that's just so precious. Another German wanting to lead us like the other two Germans. One got us in World War One, and the other one got us in World War Two. So, you know, excuse me, but screw you. <laughs> and, and this uh, New World Order thing. May it get requited back to you what you plan to do to everybody. Because you're not a saint. You're corrupt. Because these people don't have no compassion. And especially today, they don't care about people that have been there. You know, in America, all their lives. They don't care about the America that we grew up in. They, they don't care about any of that. And that's also how, over the years, we had teachers and professors brought into our universities and corrupt our kids. Now, when I was in college, my professor... And he was a theologian and a lot more. He was a doctor. And he told us in class one day that corruption begins at the highest levels of colleges. Especially when you're talking about theology, Christianity, and everything else. Because they will get in those colleges at the highest levels. And then they will find something and they will agree to it. And it will be sent out as gospel. And it's not. It's a lie. And that's how some of the biggest profane teachings, godless things have entered into the church. And of course, then they started teaching their manufactured pastors this lie, and before long, everybody believes it. But you've got to take your Bible. Now see, when we go through this, I'm not going to tell you everything. We're going to cover it and understand it, However, you need to get into the Word. Regular. You need to know what it says. You need to apply it to your life. And those are your kids. If you can't relate the gospel to your friends and your kids, then you're in trouble. Oh, no man anything but to love one another. Now, that would be so great. But when you're practicing this loving one another thing, <laughs> I laugh because it is hard. And I've, I've been, in, been in the church. 
we're an independent ministry. We're, we're not connected to anyone. That's on purpose. Because I teach directly out of the Word of God. I've been doing Isaiah for, what is it, four or five years now. And I don't teach it like other people. And I ain't going to tell you everything. And I ain't going to go into endless phrases of uh, Greek and Hebrew. I am going to tell you the word of God. And I will tell you the truth. And I'm not here for your money. But I will tell you to support the persecuted church. And those who work to help the persecuted church. Our Wednesday broadcast is dedicated to that. See, I, and I've told this story a lot, but I've seen, you know, we were at a men's retreat. About a three-day thing, it happens over the weekend, you go in Friday night, Sunday morning, you go through everything, go home Sunday night. That's so the guys that get the weekend off can come. And uh, people can plan on the whole weekend there. And this was in one of our towns. We had to travel there. You check in. It's a nice place. It's a small town, but it has a lot of accoutrements. And so we were in one of the largest hotels there. There was a lot of us from the state. And uh, we came out of one of our meetings to find one of our older uh, pastors who'd been around for a long time in an argument with another pastor. Now see, when you're booking these things, now see, you may not even know what I'm talking about. You see, they booked the Baptists in one. And they booked the Pentecostals and another one, right next to one another. So when they let out, there they were. And so these two were screaming at the top of their lungs at each other about their various doctrines. I can't even remember what they were screaming about. And I couldn't believe they were doing it in the full front of all the, ho the hotel staff and everybody else that was there. And I mean... The one pastor that that I knew didn't know the other one. He, I don't know, but I knew the one, and his neck was red from screaming. I don't know what it was about. But when I think of the Lord saying, "You know what I have done to you? I have washed your feet," he says. This is the foot washing thing. And he said, and if I wash your feet, so you ought to wash each other's feet. The servant is not above the master. As I served you, you serve each other. Because we were to love one another. Now see, we've forgotten that today. You know, you would think Americans would love one another. 
when I was growing up, I've got a new article coming out, and I'm going to talk about this. It was a total different world. People were civil to one another. They were nice to one another. You would open doors for ladies. God, you wouldn't do that today. Some would beat the living daylights out of you. I do open doors for ladies when I find them. And you'll know them. I open doors for my family all the time. But see, when you're loving, though, it's more than open a door. Loving gets down into the nitty-gritty. Now let's look at another one. For this, you shall not commit adultery. That's in the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not kill. Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not steal. Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not covet. Ten Commandments. Now see, so we've got love, adultery, killing, stealing, bearing false witness, covet. Now see, that's seven of the Ten Commandments. And then he says, if there be any other commandment, which he knew very well there was, it's comprehended in this saying, namely, you will love your neighbors yourself. So he's encompassed the entire Ten Commandments with the other three being encompassed in loving thy neighbor. It's briefly comprehended in this saying. In other words, you have to look into it and understand what it all says. So then it says, love worketh no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. Now you see, this is great teaching from Paul. But this is not great teaching for America. Especially if you live in one of the big cities. Because we got a lot of issues in the big cities. And some of the most dangerous events happen over in Washington, D.C., where all of our congresspeople live. And, of course, David Wilkerson, many years ago, prophesied what would happen in the big cities. And he prophesied of seeing a thousand fires in New York City. And he said they would be dangerous in the inner cities. The police wouldn't be able to control them. The crowds. But see, a lot of the clouds we have there, like Antifa and BLM, they're funded by other people. And one of the biggest ones that likes to fund things like this is Soros. He's not a friend. He's another German. Yeah. And he ain't nice. He likes to play God. 
Many years ago, I wrote down the quote that he said about being God that he finally got used to it. He's never been secret about his intentions. He'll tell you. Before he dies, he's going to destroy America. Well, that may be true. But the bottom line of it is, America's going to destroy herself anyway. Without his help. But he has more money and he knows what to do with, so he uses it to destroy America. And it's not the only one he's destroyed. There are a number of nations that he's banned from because he's wicked, he's corrupt. Now he's got his son trained and his son's taken over. Well, bully for us. But see, we live outside of George Soros. What he does may affect us around us, but we serve the living God. And he is our hope. And he is the one that requites to people who are wicked their just fruits. And in this life, it's a righteous thing that God will trouble those who have troubled us. He will cry to them, give back to them what they're doing. For what you sow, you're going to reap. That's God's economy here. So we look at all that, and as a church, you say, well, I've got to love, I'm not going to commit adultery, I'm not going to kill, I'm not going to steal, I'm not going to bear false witness, I'm not going to covet. And the other three are covered up in loving the neighbor as myself. Okay, got it. But it's not going to be that easy. And sometimes when God gives you something to do, it's not going to be easy. We face a lot of issues in this country. And there's a lot of things they're trying to shove down our throats from our government. And that's why you have the governor of California virtually destroying his state, and he still gets elected every year, and he does the same thing. And see, Joe Biden does the same thing because he's being played too. He obeys what people are back there, somebody's back there. He's the president, he should be doing it on his own, but he's not. That's because he needs to be told what to do like a child. And he got in there, it is in there right now, because the Democrats are corrupt. They know this is going on. They know the one that is doing all this and making Joe sign everything is not Joe. There is somebody else in there. Now, I estimate it's Susan Rice. It's not going to be Obama, because Obama keeps his hands clean. He works from afar. He's the kind of guy that'll smile at you, shake your hands while trying to steal your wallet. He's corrupt, utterly. But he's not the worst. And we've got these people that are portraying the American people. And also, there are a good amount of black ops that are corrupt as well, and others in the military. 
Now, I covered this many, many years ago with the guy that was in Black Ops. And he became a Christian. And so I caught him when he was, he became a Christian. And we talked. And I have a number of his interviews to this day. And I couldn't tell you where they are, but they're somewhere <laughs> on our sites. And, and there's tons of them. We've been doing shows before this. See, now we only do our three one-hour shows, different topics. But at the time that we were doing that, we were doing three-hour videos. And so, you know... We had a lot of those, and we had them on Vimo, but I got rid of our Vimo account years ago. And that's all there is to it. There's a couple reasons why we did that, but I'm not going to cover that at this time. Now, love is a fulfilling of the law, so that means you're not going to work no ill to your neighbor. Because you love them as yourself. Now see there's another little scripture I like. That is the New Testament. In as much as possible. Be at peace with all men. And women. Including those that you don't see eye to eye with. And I remember when God gave me that scripture. And I had some neighbors move in that challenged that. And the Lord said, in as much as possible. Well, they were friendly. So I was friendly back. But they represented something that I did not agree with but I, we lived next to him for a long time and then of course we eventually left there but never had an issue we never fought we disagreed on some things but in as much as possible be at peace with all men and that's a New Testament recommendation. And it's a good one. It'll help you to love your neighbor if you realize, you know, in as much as possible. In as much. You know, if they're Antifa BLM and, and they want to wreck your car and your house and you know, teach your kids bad things, that is not in as much as possible. Then my protect my family aspect comes in. You cross my territory, do something to harm these, then I will harm you. I will protect them. I have a right according to the law. To protect my children, my family. And there's a lot of things that Americans miss when we talk about this stuff. 
he goes on said, and that knowing the time, it, that it is now high time to awake out of sleep for our salvation is nearer than when we believed. The night is far spent, the day is at hand, let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Now see, he's talking to the Romans. There was a lot of trouble in Rome. And uh, the further you went in Rome, you know, the Christianity was early and uh, Rome you know, got in on the beginnings of Christianity. Well, after a while, Rome itself was falling apart. They had corruption in the Senate and a lot of other issues. They couldn't keep uh, Rome, all of its territories, safe. And there was a lot of pillaging from other, other bands. And it was so bad that even Rome itself was pillaged. And... Uh, this is where Augustine wrote the city of God because Rome was considered the city of God since the first the Roman church was there. Now it's the Catholic church. <clears throat> and so what happened was Christians ended up being fed to the lions. You know, they were accepted and then certain political aspects came in and Caesars changed and they had a lot of corrupt Caesars. And they had heavy tax burdens and people were treated bad. Yeah, it wasn't a fun place to live. It was dangerous. But see, you could put these two verses and that, knowing the time, that now it is high time. So he says, knowing the time and it's high time. Those are repetitive. But you can put that in when we get in the, when we get in the word of God. These are emphasis that you don't forget. It's time. It's high time. In other words, do it now. Awake out of sleep, because our salvation is nearer than when we believed. Now see, in the Roman Empire, you know, these people really did need to wake up. Because persecution was going to hit them. And these people may not even have seen it, the ones he was talking to, because it happened later on, uh, you know, years later in the Roman Empire. Roman Empire lasted a thousand years, but the last 500 years was when it was catatonic. It was having all kinds of trouble. And then, of course, uh, they divided it into East and West, and the Muslims conquered uh, the one portion and took that over. So then it was just Rome, and then eventually Rome fell. Every nation eventually falls, has trouble. Now the UK have been there forever. But a lot of the pagan things that we talk about come from up in Scotland and Ireland, and the UK wasn't innocent in that either. So that was 
long time ago. But see, for right now, it's time to wake up. And that's when he's writing back at the time of the New Testament. Well, it's it, you know, if, if it was high time to wake up then, what do you think it is now? It's really high time to wake up. Because if the salvation was nearer for them than when they first believed, what do you think it is for us? And we're the ones that need revival in this country. We're the ones that need to wake up. Because in the rich society we know as America, and the rich safe society, we now have open borders. We have millions of people that are in here that are not Americans. Millions of people that don't think like we do. Millions of people that don't attend the same churches if they attend at all. Millions of people that have different things on a life. Uh, than we do, never different things to think about. You also have among them those that are prone to violence and want to overthrow America. And most of the most of America, you know, what are they doing? They're going to work every morning. We have a whole line of cars headed to work. That's what many Americans do. But see, the Americans who work for a living, who have built this country, are being sold out by those who are comfortably rich and powerful. And we should have recognized the first sign in America when we have, like AOC, look at her. She's a new wet-behind-the-ear congressman. She had no money. She is making you know, they said somewhere around a hundred thousand a year, which was pretty good, but that not for New York. And now she's worth millions. How in the holy moly did she get millions of dollars when she didn't have nothing? She was a tramp bartender. Now she's a tramp politician with money. And she's one of the ones that was standing up and harassing Israel and rooting for Hamas when Hamas is the one that committed the atrocities, burning babies. They put a baby in the oven and turned off the heat and cooked it to death. These are the kind of heartless bastards that Hamas is. And these people in our Congress supported him. Rashia Tlaib and all the others. But see, we see that all the time. Pelosi's been in office all of her life and she has a ton of money. Now, if you go back to the beginning of the country, our forefathers did a lot of this for nothing. They had money. But any time you have a country where your politicians get rich and your people are working all the time, paying high taxes, and it's not safe on the streets, your government is not doing a job. And when your government, like ours, does not protect the border, which it has to, they don't have to let anybody in. They're just doing this. There is no law anywhere that says they have to let people in. Matter of fact, the Constitution says the opposite. We have a right to privacy in here. And any, any government that we have in America that will not protect the people, 
then the people have a right to overthrow that government. Check out the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Check out the writings of, the, of our forefathers. You're going to find out something. And see, that's why Newsom never tries to fix the issue of people sleeping on the street. That's why you have Trudeau up in Canada doing the same thing, because he's another student of the WEF. Same, same as Newsom is. You have a lot of the uh, various, well, just like oh, out there in New York, you know, Soros has his money in a lot of those high political offices. See, so you've been betrayed. You continue to be betrayed. And it needs to stop. It's not going to stop unless you do something. And that's why they don't like Trump, because Trump could stop it. See, it's not rocket science. But see, we come back to this, love works no ill to his neighbor. That's why you need to be friends with him and try to get him saved, get him to understand and have the Spirit of God change him. We need revival in this country. We don't need bloodshed. We need to heal this nation. We don't need 150,000 Antifa in here, BLM, and we don't need another 200,000 Hamas in here or Chinese or Russians who are going to overthrow America. We don't need that. But that's what's going to happen if America doesn't wake up. And see, you're still to owe no man anything but love. But the people coming in are planning on kicking your butt out. And he goes on to say, The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Now that's great. Salvation is nearer than when it's first believed. We're all waiting for the coming of the Lord. There are signs now. We expect the temple to go up. There's a lot of things going on prophetically, end of day stuff. And we're in the wars and rumors of wars as well. So, here we are. Paul says, Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envying. In other words, you know, you don't go out and party with the boys or the girls. And you don't do what they're inclined to do. We don't need to go into those things. You can figure it out. But put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lusts. Now that you can circle. Romans 13 verse 14. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Make not provision for the flesh. To fulfill the lusts. So there's one little section that you can read over and over. 
Romans 13, 8 through 14. In 2 Corinthians 6, 1 through 10, Paul writes, We then, as workers together with him, beseech you also that you receive not the grace of God in vain. For he saith, I have heard thee in a time accepted, and in the day of salvation have succored thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. This is when it is. You know, you don't put off seeking God. You don't put off coming to Him. Because you never know when you're going to die. Giving no offense in anything that the ministry be not blamed. And the apostles were pretty keen on that. But in all things approving ourselves as the ministers of God. In much patience. In afflictions. In necessities. In distresses in stripes, in imprisonments, in tumults, in labors, in watchings, in fastings, by pureness, by knowledge, by long-suffering, by kindness, by the Holy Ghost, by love unfeigned, by the word of God, by the power of God, by the armor of righteousness on the right hand and the left, by honor and dishonor, by evil report and good report, as deceivers and yet true, as unknown and yet well known, as dying, behold, we live, as chastened and not killed, as as sor- sorrowful, yet always rejoicing, as poor, yet making many rich, as having nothing, yet possessing all things. Now you see what what this is. This is really poetic, because he gives the opposites you know, toward the end. By honor, but there's dishonor. When you're serving God, there's an honor. But there's a dishonor in the eye of the world because they don't like it. By evil report, say people report evil about you, they don't like you, but yet you have a good report with God. As deceivers, you're not deceivers, yet you're true to God. You know, the Muslims, even the Hindus, in persecution, you know, that's the way they are. They always give an evil report. They're always out to get get the Christians over there all the time, and in Kenya too. And yet, these apostles work as sorrowful, Why? Because it can be tough. But they rejoice in their sorrow. They rejoice in their troubles. As poor, because they're not in it to be rich. Yet they make many people rich, and that's rich in God. Enriching their souls, helping them to get through what they need. As having nothing, yet possessing all things. They didn't didn't have cars and RVs. Now, Tower and I lived in an RV for a very, 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 very long time. 
and we eventually got out of it. We spent most of our life preaching the gospel from this RV that we had. And it's tough. We never had a house to go into. We didn't have all the stuff we, we did have. In all these years, Tower and I started together in 1973. Then we went to Bible school. Then we were in a couple of different churches. God called us out. And I sow the word of God. I am an evangelist. I'm not a pastor. I am a watchman. I have been given warnings to America for many, many years. But you see, when we talk about this, You know, you have this in Corinthians. And the thing that you have, you have an armor of righteousness. And as you move forward in that armor, you're going to be sorrowful sometimes. You're going to be rejoicing. You're not going to have a lot of money. Well, except in America, because we accept that. Millionaire pastors. God didn't call you to become a millionaire. And so there's a lot of people in this country that are in trouble. We are in trouble. Because the gospel has been perverted in this country. The theology has been perverted. Our politics are poison in this country. Many of our elected leaders are liars and thieves. They're corruptors because they're not telling you the truth. They fully intend to bring this into the new world order. They fully intend to push Klaus Schwab's ideas. They fully intend to get all the authority under the UN and the WEF. They fully intend to take away the independence of America and take away the American identity. You already have people in this country that want it removed. You have more people that are haters BLM and and Antifa both these are counterproductive particular organizations except I did see one of the original BLM founders backs Donald Trump because Donald Trump actually had policies to help the inner black community among other among others So these are the things that you're living in if you're in America today. And if you're a Christian living overseas, you could be facing a lot worse. But we are all in this together. And so on this Friday morning here, where it's quiet, my dog's sitting over here right by me. 
I concern myself with serious issues, and so does Tower. And we want you to know we are not like the others. God has called us to be faithful. He hasn't called us to be rich, but God has taken care of us. And he's blessed us and helped us. But we know very well what's coming. I know what's coming. I have always known what's coming. That's because I was told a long time ago, over 50 years ago, I was told America as you know it will cease to exist. I was given three visions. I don't want any of them. I don't tell anybody about the visions. But they had to do with America. Three different scenes from that time. And it has been tough. I've told very few. But I tell you today to seek the Lord that Tower and I love you and if you're an enemy of the gospel and of Christ you'd better reconsider quick because you're not going to like it when you get over an eternity because there's no other name under heaven that you're going to be saved through and by then Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, our Lord and Savior, through his blood, his atonement on Calvary, being resurrected from the dead and ascended to the right hand of the Father, he is the Almighty in Revelation chapter 1. So seek him today. Father, thank you for this word. Bless this word to the hearts, minds, souls, and spirits of those who hear this. And in Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, and the powers of darkness from the preaching, teaching, streaming of this word. Don't forget to go by our websites at warn-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. And you can find the spelling and everything just going over to warn, w-a-r-n-usa.com. And all the links to Dana Glenn Smith, you'll find them up in the nav bar. We have tons of resources. We've been doing this for a long time. So check this stuff out. And seek the Lord. Don't seek man. Seek the Lord. Doesn't mean you can't have friends. Doesn't mean you can't fellowship in the church. Just make that, sure that church and pastor are preaching the truth. There are good preachers out there. There are good Christians out there. There's good believers. Till next time. Shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.